Hello and welcome to another episode of Chat with Nat, inspired by the spark in you. I have been MIA for a couple of weeks. I'm unsure how to feel about that. Um, so big life changes coming up. I always say that every time, like, oh, I have so much to, you know, talk about whenever I don't podcast for a while. And, and I really do. This time it's really, really really big changes. Um, so my husband was gone to Arizona for two weeks and, um, I feel like my life kind of fell apart in that instance. My husband and I went through something. I'm not ready to talk about it. I'm not ready to discuss. Um, I am keeping it moving, but I guess just to say the least, like I'm just focused on myself right now and, um, doing whatever I want to do and what's best for me. So, I think the first thing was that I went to my primary care doctor and I wanted to discuss, um, you know, I wanted to take the questionnaire for anxiety and I got my blood work done, my A1C. I needed to get my A1C done. Uh, I don't know if I'd mentioned this, but uh, six months ago I had my hemoglobin A1C done, which is your blood sugar is over three to six months or something like that average. It was high, so I'm in the pre-diabetic range, and, you know, I had made some small changes, um, you know, doing like, you know, I whenever I go to Starbucks, I now do skim milk instead of 2%, um, sugar-free vanilla, my coffee at home, sugar-free vanilla, did the low-carb tortillas, um, you know, I've just kind of made like small changes that don't have a lot of sugar, um, and... So I was disappointed because my A1C came back and it was the same. So now I've decided to start pricking my finger and um, writing, keeping a food journal, fasting. Um, so I'm pricking my finger four times a day for my blood sugar. Um, I just want to see like if it can be diet controlled. Um, I feel like I make a lot of excuses for myself, but I'm here to say that like, I'm 25 and I feel like keto is unsustainable for the rest of my life. Like it's just not going to work and like it's so frustrating because the way that I eat now compared to the way that I used to eat when I was younger is like total difference. I eat fruits and vegetables. Um whenever I do pasta, I do the vegetable pasta like you know, and it's just um I think it's just frustrating, but I think it you know, it all comes down to the point that my all my uh, my mom and dad and everybody in my family is predisposed to diabetes. And so um, I felt like I was going to get it, but I thought, you know, with my lifestyle changes, I work out six to seven days a week. I don't drink soda. Now I've transitioned to unsweet tea with sweet and low only, you know, and I really thought that with all these changes that I would kind of, it would kind of miss me. But, you know, it hasn't. It hasn't missed me. And so, you know, I really do not want to get on metformin or blood sugar medicine. Um, and so, you know, I'm going to try a lot of natural things and I'm doing some research on that. But I just got these pills and they're vitamins. I don't know. They're pills, vitamins, whatever. Um, you can buy them at Walmart. It's supposed to be blood sugar support. Um, and it's so weird because my blood sugar, like if I eat a heavy carb meal, it's fine two hours after. But it's like my fasting blood sugar is so high during the day. I'm just not understanding, like in the morning. 
Um, I don't know. So I'm just going to try to keep a food log. I'm going to try a lot of like over the counter stuff and then, um, you know, hopefully try to go back to my primary care doctor and recheck. She also had talked about how my triglycerides are high and like that's frustrating too. She's like, don't eat a lot of fried food. And I'm like, I really don't eat a lot of fried food. Um, but I read online that butter can raise your triglycerides. So I'm like, okay, like I'm going to have to start substituting for olive oil. You know, and I'm like, it's so frustrating because like, I know I'm only 25 and I'm, that's not old at all, but I do feel like that I'm not the young buck that I used to be. I used to eat McDonald's three times a day and drink sweet tea, never worked out, never walked, never cared about the steps I did or, and all that. And like, I guess I, the point is I couldn't imagine my life if I didn't make the changes that I had, I feel like I would be in a lot worse shape than um, what I'm in now. And I feel like I'm in bad shape, not like bad shape as in, I just feel like my health is like in a bad spot. Um, And so I had went there and I had told her that my primary care doctor, I said, you know, I really want to take the questionnaire for anxiety. I really feel like these symptoms are getting out of control and like these coping mechanisms are just not working for me anymore. And like, I feel like I'm kind of like on my last leg and like you, if you know me, you know, like I hate taking medicine because like my mom has like a prescription painkill problem with hydrocodone and Xanax and all that. And like, just really, really against it. And I feel like I've tried like St. John Warts and all that. Like it's simply just not working and like just need something more aggressive, at least for now. And like, you know, I was telling her, she was like, well, what are your symptoms? And I'm like, I feel rageful. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> like, I feel rageful if I can't find something, if it's out of place. I feel rageful about the house being dirty. I feel um, rageful and overstimulated and overwhelmed easily. And like just simple thing is like not finding the remote, um, and you know, losing a fuzzy sock before bed. It's like, just get overwhelmed very easily. The racing thoughts and not being able to sit still, like, you know, and she was like, okay, well, I'm going to give you this medicine to try five milligrams, seven days, and then 10 milligrams for two weeks. And um, it's called Trintelix, and she told me that it does not affect weight. And um, I know a lot of like uh, antidepressants or anxiety medication like messes with your sexual drive or something. Not like sexual drive, but like sexual performance, stuff like that. Like women have trouble orgasming. And um, so I was like, okay, like that sounds like a really good idea for me. And she was like, yeah, like let's go ahead and try it. So um, then I made an appointment with my psychiatrist who I went to today, and she agreed that um, no depression, but a lot of anxiety, and she thinks that the medicine will be good. But I also recommended that I wanted to see a therapist counselor. Don't know if there's a difference, but I wanted to get a referral because um, my insurance like goes through referrals and all that. And, um, you know, I just asked, I was like, I just want to... I talk to people via the military that they offer, but they don't take notes or anything. They can't prescribe medicine. Um, And, you know, I still utilize the lady in New Mexico because we live so far from base. And the they're called like the NFLAC people or MFLAC, NFLAC. And I asked if we could do like over the phone and she basically like said no. And I was like, oh, wow, I don't think that you can do that, but whatever. And, And then she was like, well, we can meet at... 
a coffee shop and I was like I really that's not what I'm looking for and so I'm looking for somebody that can provide lead way with um you know like my overeating and like maybe I need to see a dietitian like um emotional eating my mood swings like stuff like that like I really need help with that instead of just somebody to vent to like I need recommendations and I need a safe place and stuff like that and like I'm gonna be honest and say that the military I do not I think the military definitely does not support their military members as in far as mental health because like my husband is terrified to go to an in-flag and say the wrong thing so I feel like that holds him back and like I feel like it has it has kind of made me fearful now because whenever you PCS and move like before you can get your orders or whatever like they I guess there's a section where you say like does your spouse see a psychiatrist or whatever and like you have to mark yes and then you have to get it signed off and all this and like I just feel like I feel fearful of something going wrong I I, I guess like I'm not fearful of getting help but I'm fearful of like something going wrong I guess or being misperceived and then that falls back on him and creates problems for us and you know and it's just it's frustrating so anyways so she was like I'm gonna send a prescription to Walgreens because Walmart here no longer carries dry care whatever so I was like okay so I went up there and like I just she was like so the Walgreens, the pharmacy pharmacy assistant, she was like, well, it's not going to be ready till tomorrow. And I was like, oh, okay, that's fine. Like, can you by chance tell me how much it's going to be? And she was like, and then she was like, she was just like so rude about it. Like, I, I was very like anxious about it in the beginning, but, you know, and then she was like typing and like all this other shit. And like, and then she was like, well, um, it's not going to fill it. And I was like, what do you mean? And she was like, your primary care doctor needs to talk to TRICARE. They want you to try other medicine before this one. And I was like, well, what do you mean? I was like, that's a psychiatrist that sent it. She was like, TRICARE doesn't care who sends it. You're going to have to get in touch with your doctor and they're going to have to call TRICARE. And uh, she was like, it's a $500 prescription. And I was like, oh, okay. So what do I need to do? And she was like, you're going to have to get in contact with your doctor. And like, I just... I was so upset with how this went. Like, I literally, legitimately, like, I, like, never want to go back there again. Like, I don't know why it bothered me so much, but, like, the bitchiness is, like, so tough. Like, I don't know if I'm just being overly emotional, but, like, the bitchiness of folks, just, like, I can't do it. Like, I feel like, and I was, like, you know, I think it's just because it's a new experience for me. This is my first time ever getting medicine from Walgreens. Like, I was nervous about, you know, because I have, like, I have the samples that they had given me, but, you know, I have a week left and I'm like, I don't want to like take this medicine and then cold turkey stop it. So she was like, I'm going to send it. And like, I was nervous about that. So I went ahead and did it and I'm glad that I did. So anyways, I called and she, I called the doctor and her nurse said that it would be okay and that she would get it taken care of. So I'm really hoping that's, that things work out because I'm, I'm really happy with the way that the medicine is working for me and um you know I'm just nervous like this is my first time ever reaching out and like stepping out of my comfort zone you know with medicine and um I don't know I feel really uncomfortable going to actually see a therapist um because they take notes and stuff like that and like not that I would ever share anything that they would have to 
um, legally share or anything like that. But I think my husband has made me so nervous about it because don't want it to fall back on us and bite us in the ass, I guess. And like, that's something that needs to change. But I have done like a lot of soul searching when he was gone and we've made some big changes. Our daughter has transitioned into a big girl bed. I took the side off of her crib and she's doing so well. Um, She's doing so well at nighttime and, you know, we've started doing like a family dinner night once a week and um, she's going to start gymnastics soon and we have, I have made a new friend. Our daughters go to daycare together and her and I are now friends. We are on um, texting level every day and she puts out the same amount of effort that I do um, in the friendship and we are on the level of we go over to her house, we're comfortable Um, so I'm just really thankful to have somebody who gets it and we have a good friendship and our daughters play together and it's nice. Um, but also I've done a lot of soul searching and virtually while my husband was away, I decided that I am no longer happy with our house and I would like to move. Um, The housing market right now in America is like a total crisis. They want you to pay $50,000 for literally a shack that's worth $3. So that puts into perspective. And we want three bedrooms um, just because we have our daughter's room and then obviously our room. And then I have to have an office for my job. Um, And, you know, renting a three-bedroom house is like way over our budget for what we want because we get BAH. Um, and we don't want to come out of pocket. You know, our mortgage is decently well. Our mortgage is like pretty low and, you know, we make money off of our BAH. Okay. If people don't know what BAH is, that's your like base housing that they, your allowance that the military, it's rent to the military, basically. (laughs) If you want to live on base, if not, then that money goes straight to your check. But I mean, you still have to have a place to live, so you have to pay, you know, but Um, so we weren't like making that much money off of it by like living in our house and stuff. And, you know, we bought our house sight unseen. We didn't know the area. We'd never been here before. And, you know, we thought 40 minutes to his job was not that big of a deal. But whenever I was here by myself for two weeks and I had to take our daughter to daycare, it was a 20 minute drive there and a 20 minute drive back. And it was tough it was so tough um you know I have to work at 7 30 so I had to get up at 5 30 then I had to get her up at 6 and like it was like if things didn't run smoothly I was late and it was frustrating and it was stressful and I'm like I just want to live closer to more things like our nearest Walmart's 20 minutes away we thought that wasn't a big deal and you know the gym is 20 minutes away but that's fine but then it's like you know when I'm here by myself like that 20, 40 minutes makes a huge deal. Like that determines like if I can get a workout in, you know, I guess what I'm trying to say is like, if I get off work at five, I can work out for 30 minutes and be done at 530 and make it there at 550. She's going to be the last one there, but I can make it there. But like, if we run over five minutes, like I don't have five minutes to run over for my workout, you know, and if we lived closer, it would be more of an opportunity for more, I guess, like wiggle room of time and stuff like that. And, you know, he agrees. And so we have put in for base housing and we have got on the wait list. And 
um, I'm excited and I'm hoping that we can um, get set up and figured out and I think that we'll be a lot happier there and um, she will also be zoned for another school whenever she gets old enough to go to elementary school or whatever and so I'm happy with how things are going in that aspect but you know a lot of changes are coming up and I'm hoping that things are on the positive and the up and up I'm feeling a little anxious I'm not really sure why I think I was really anxious about um uh, I've just been a little anxious about like go see going and seeing the psychiatrist. Um, it's just a new environment, new. I didn't know what to expect and stuff like that. And like, you know, we, you know, it's like, and also I kind of feel like that. Um, everybody kind of feels this way, but it's like, what is the world that we currently live in? You know, we've all heard of um, the Uvalde school shooting that had happened, and. Um, it really, really bothers me because we used to live an hour from there. We lived there for two years in Del Rio. Um, and we used to visit there a lot. And, like, it's just so heartbreaking. Um, you know, these mass shootings are heartbreaking in general. But to, to you know, know the place and live there for so long and be a part of that community and visit there so often. And it's just, like, it's just devastating to the full max. And, like, you know... Um, and then there's no, there's a baby formula shortage and inflation is killing all of us. And it's like, you know, like gas prices are killer right now. And it's just like housing market, you can't buy anything. And, you know, it's just kind of like, what is the world that we currently live in right now? And I know that everybody feels that way. And, um, you know, it's just like, it's just so nerve-wracking I guess you could say the unexpected is scary but you know we I think we as humans we try to be positive but you know I feel like maybe I'm not as optimistic as other people and I'm like well damn like when are we as Americans gonna catch a break when are we as humans gonna catch a break you know like it's unfair for our babies not to have formula it's unfair for us to have to fight for you know formula and all this and like there shouldn't be a choice you know, there shouldn't have to be a choice like, do I feed my baby today? Do we have food? You know, I couldn't even imagine being a mother right now with a baby that takes formula. I honestly could not imagine. I would be a nervous wreck and I would not be able to function. So, you know, we just have to keep our heads up and keep praying for the next day that things are going to evolve and hopefully get better. Um, but, you know, I mean, I think it's been a little bit of anxiety-ridden, times as it is for everybody but you know we're trying to make it and we're trying to do the best that we can um and i'm actually got a what is this thing stand a stand that holds my phone what's it called i don't know anyways so i got a stand that holds my phone to film tiktoks and i'm actually it's on a stand right now and i'm using my microphone so fancy now <laughs> but i hope everybody has a good week i'm sorry i've been mia um i hope everybody has a good week next week next two weeks and um i've got some exciting stuff coming up i want to do a fun um questionnaire answering and on twitter somebody was posting about um 
the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills and they did like all the major fights and like who you thought was like the problem and all that. So I would love to do that. And I'm actually watching The Real Housewives of New York currently right now. I'm on season one. It's so interesting. But all right. Hope you guys have a good next two weeks. Keep positive. Keep praying. Keep your momentum going. And I shall talk to you later.